This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This is TechCrunch. Anrock raises $4.3 million to solve sales tax for SaaS companies by Alex Wilhelm. It's easier than ever to build a product and sell it around the United States or the world. But if you want to do so without incurring the wrath of any particular state or nation state, you'd best have your tax matters in order. This is why Stripe's news last week that it has built tax-focused tooling to help its customers manage their state bills mattered. But for SaaS companies, things can be more complicated from a tax perspective. That's what Anrock, a startup working to build sales tax software for SaaS firms, told TechCrunch. The company's CEO, Michelle Valentin, said that modern software companies need specialized help. And her startup is announcing a $4.3 million fundraise today to back its efforts. The capital event was led by Sequoia and Index, the latter firm a place where Valentin used to work. Anrock delivers its service via an API and charges based on the total dollar value of sales that it helps a customer manage. Its percentage fee falls with volume, and you can't pay more than 0.19% of managed revenue, so it's pretty cheap regardless, given how strong software gross margins tend to be. Valentin said that there are three things that make SaaS tax issues more complex than other products. The first deals with addresses. Software companies have to pay sales tax where customers are located and often only have partial information. Anrock will help with that problem. The CEO also said that variable SaaS billing makes charging the right amount of tax an interesting issue and that states have tax laws specifically aimed at the software market that must be navigated. So a more mass market solution might not be the best fit for SaaS companies looking to avoid both trouble with states and the work of handling tax matters themselves. It's not hard to see why Anrock was able to raise capital. The company is early stage with its first customers onboarded, so it's not posting the sort of revenue growth that investors covet at the later stages. What then were its more fetching attributes? From our perspective, on-demand pricing and a simply gigantic market. Sure, Anrock is serving SaaS businesses, but it's doing so using what could be described as a post-SaaS business model. On-demand or usage-based pricing is an increasingly popular way to charge for software products today, putting Anrock closer to the cutting edge in business model terms. And the company's market is essentially every software business out there. That's a lot of TAM to carve into, something that investors love to see. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. 
You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.